Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi everybody, welcome to Blood on the Bayou, uh, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. We're running here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia and I will be your storyteller for the evening. I am joined by a wonderful cast of uh, players here tonight. We will start our introductions with Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Catriona of Clan Giovanni, a lawyer who's done with all this shit. Very much so at this point. And next we have Shani. Hi, I'm Shani, and I'm playing Gua Vincente, the Asamite sorceress, who is uh, currently over the moon. <laughs> and Drevian? I'm Drevian. I play Simon DeLuca, a Malkavian tailor. And Katie. Hi, I'm Katie. I play Mercy Ransom, a Toreador tour guide who is currently uh, in mortal peril. That's an ongoing status, everybody. It's okay. So, <laughs> as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court. Uh, if you're not registered to vote, go register to vote. because It's going to be very important. For the love of God, vote. <laughs> yup. So, previously on our last episode, Mercy received a wonderful text message from an unknown number with a picture of her house and the text, Hello, Delilah. Uh, several Hey There, Delilah jokes were made, and uh, a few images from the inside of her home as well were sent uh, not wanting Mercy to enter into a potentially dangerous situation or an ambush, Kat offered her a place to stay at her home for the night uh, until they could figure out exactly who this is or at least get a plan in place for her to be able to go home. Uh, that night, Mercy had a second experience with an extremely vivid dream of getting orders while recuperating in a Civil War triage tent. Uh, which simply raised more questions than it answered, as her dreams usually do. Meanwhile, the following night, Rahab, wanting to give Anya a little bit more freedom and some joy into her life, asked what they should do for the evening. Uh, giving the options of the Museum of Death on uh, Dauphine Street and a local botanical garden, Anya chose the Museum of Death. This led to a quick bus ride to the location and Rahab breaking in while not being completely observed. Uh, upon entering, Rahab received a call from Kat asking her to help talk to the Crimson Mask, the most likely culprit behind the uh, messages that Mercy is receiving. Uh, leaving Anya alone she decided it best to have this conversation face-to-face -face and headed towards Katz. Uh, 
Um, Kat immediately contacted Destiny about setting up a meeting that night, and it was not too long afterwards that she got the message to meet at a warehouse in the Central Business District. Simon, meanwhile, set about making a replica of one of the manuscripts liberated from the Chamir Chantry below the Liveday wedding venue. Wanting to get a rise out, of, rise out of Alexander, he went down to display his creation, only to discover Alexander splayed out on the ground with his own work and several manuscripts and notes in front of him translating, which Simon did sit down and help with while teasing Alexander the whole time with the manuscript just out of arm's reach and just within sight lines, confusing the man the entire time. Guayar at the docks had her meeting come to a head with Azra entering the fray. Uh, Azra being Guayar's sire and lover, taken by the Tremere and placed under a curse. Hoping beyond hope that her plan would work, Guayar set about undoing the curse placed on Azra slicing the sigil on the back of her neck and releasing her. After a very tense moment of eye contact and wire praying to whatever gods she believed in that Azra would recognize her, an unspoken bond was enacted to just go along with whatever Guire says in the next few moments. Uh, Thinking quickly, the two of them worked in tandem to convince Sybil and Alexei to let them work uh, within the Camarilla to not only cause unrest, but to find the group that is hiding the mirror. And Sybil set Alexei upon the task of locating the mirror so that they could recover it. Guire and Azure veered off into a nearby alley and had a quick moment to themselves before deciding it best to liberate the Tremere Primogen from life. Unlife. <laughs> and so we pick up with a situation that's going to be entirely on one player when two of them were involved in this. Unfortunately, we do not have Austin here with us tonight. But Kat and Rahab have just pulled up to a warehouse not too far from the original location of the U-Haul trailer. I believe okay. Katie just... Uh, sorry. Cat and Rahab. You said cat, and for some reason my brain went to Katie. Yeah. Yep, no worries. Yeah, that, and that's fine because Rahab was pretty much just there so that there was another witness should murder happen. Um, really fair. Uh, I thought... I thought you. I thought the plan was for a body shield. Look, I mean, Kat didn't say that out loud. <laughs> I was going to say you don't need the player here to do that, right? <laughs> um, but uh, there we go. Um, but yes, no, no, Kat didn't necessarily want Rahab to do any of the talking because Rahab. Um, so yes, we get out of the car. 
there is a not a limo, but a pretty decent black car with tinted windows. A um, a gentleman in a, a black three-piece suit steps out and then opens the back door and out steps a rather tall, extremely thin woman with <coughs> long copper red hair uh, in a braid this time down to roughly her waist. The normal red evening dress that she wears replaced with a um, very simple and down-to-earth red business suit. Okay. She thanks the gentleman who opened the door for her and walks to the door of the warehouse and stops. I'm just waiting until I have an invitation to go forward. And she will look at you and she will look at Rahab and she will pull a cell phone out of a, a purse Catriona Rahab. Correct, Prime Angel. Good, good. She will open the door. Shall we? Yes, thank you. So, going in, you are not greeted by the open warehouse you would expect. There is a... I mean, that is what it is, but there is a staircase almost immediately to the right of the door up to the mezzanine catwalks and the upper part of this warehouse and a office. Okay. Which is where she guides you and sits down behind the desk in the office. And take a seat. So I thank you for meeting with me. I very much appreciate it. I'm sure that you were very busy. Uh, and I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I'm sure you you remember I you you were focused at the time, so I'm you 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 may not have your attention was not on me, nor would I expect to have been. Um, but you may remember that I was with an individual that you have some issues with. At Elysium recently. I vaguely recall you. Which is absolutely fair. So here is Mike. Here's why I've come to speak with you. Um Rahab and I and and another. Um have been working with put cards on the table. I've been working with Mercy on some things. And I particularly after your after overseeing your interactions and you clearly insinuated some things. Um I'm concerned about working with her and I would 
She claims she doesn't remember anything. I'm not so sure. But I'm certainly not getting any answers from her. And I was wondering if you could provide some perspective on who Mercy, or as you called her, Delilah, was before... What has your experience with her been? Delilah murdered my sire. Whether knowingly or unknowingly did so. And she might have just been following orders. I know that's what she did in those days. It was all very cloak and dagger during everything. The story of the Civil War that you were taught is nothing of what actually happened behind enemy lines. I have no doubts. It was all very elegant and beautiful. You got a name. You did away with it. And I'm fairly certain that Delilah was given my sire's name. I will, I am. Is Delilah far more powerful than I am to understand? I'm not, I'm not trying to imply anything in terms of anybody else. It's my understanding is that she's kind of a garden variety ancilla in terms of that sort of thing. You would like to think that. I would like to think that. Garden variety would be nice. No. Um, as far as I could tell, Delilah wasn't anything special when she was turned. Uh, Delilah was mortal when she killed my sire. Um, is she a knowing hunter as far as you know, or was that just weird luck? Part of me hopes it was weird luck. The other part of me thinks that she was filled in during her, her briefings. But whoever gave her the order did know. There's no, no shadow of a doubt in my mind. I see. Which would mean it was somebody I'm going to assume uh, based on what I know of my of, of, of my intersect history of this era, which Admittedly, it's not the strongest. You see, I am not. The history of Civil War interactions between Camerill and Sabat is not first on the list of required studies for, for the Giovanni. 
as you can imagine. But I would, and this was here. Yes. This is not somewhere, some other location. Okay. It Would it be fair to say that there was not a particularly strong Sabbat presence here? Because my understanding is that the Sabbat, was, not that they're a new presence, but that their presence around here was not new, but newer. And I may be wrong. I may be there, wrong. There may have been stragglers or, you know, every radical movement has one or two upstarts. Um, but hell, even in those days, there were only a few, there was only a handful of us here. Mm -hmm. But I will say that New Orleans and Louisiana as a whole has been ripe for the picking for a long time. Your friend, Guire, has a particular reputation with that. Yes. Was so the odds are much stronger than at least that it was more inter intercamarilla. Yes, fighting. Do you know who embraced Delilah? That information I don't have. It was not someone of my generation. Okay. Someone lower. Lower is in closer. Sorry. Sorry. She would not have made that, that, that slip up. Fair enough. That was a storyteller slip up. Fair uh, enough. Higher generation. Higher is in... Further from the blood of Cain. Yes. Okay. Younger functionally. Yes. There were a few shovel heads who begot shovel heads who, you know how that goes. So, if I had to guess, Delilah was just a victim of circumstance. You don't, but I could be completely wrong there. I was going to say, you don't think that it's possible that a mortal kind who proved themselves to be very resourceful in killing a, what I would assume, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to dig for anything, but what I'm going to assume is a fairly relatively compared to modern knights close to Cain vampire and say, ooh, interesting, she did this when she was alive. She might be much more useful to me as a vampire. She was definitely scouted, scouted as much as I don't want to admit that that is a possibility. I would prefer to think of her as just Someone who got lucky. How long has she been? I guess I should rephrase that. You 
obviously you know history of of when she killed uh your sire uh with Silvery and then being embraced has she been here the entire time or because you seem surprised to see her she had not been showing up at Elysium for a while and there was a good period from well, I would say most of the 20th century she wasn't here but uh for some reason, she made her way back here after I made it very clear that her presence wasn't tolerated in this city. And when you last knew her, she at the least wasn't she wasn't either actually or pretending, whichever the case may be, to be an amnesiac. She thinks for a minute and rocks back in the chair. No. No, the last conversation I had with Delilah was fully cognizant. And this was when? About? 1890s, 1910s. When did that flu happen? In 19, late 1910s. Around First World War, I believe. Probably a few years before that. Interesting. And then she just vanished as far as you know fled or went underground all right it's all very concerning i think it answers some of my questions and raises a lot more i appreciate i appreciate your candor i have i think my compatriot and i have some things to think about in terms of our working relationship with Mercy. Indeed. So, one good turn deserves another. What information do you have for me? I mean, they said not, we had not there was nothing that was particularly established, but what 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 would you like to know about her specifically, about general stuff, about... You provided me with a lot of valuable information, and I definitely want to reciprocate. I just need to know what, what direction you're looking in. She leans forward and puts her hands on the table, or puts her elbows on the table and crosses her hands in front of her. What does Destiny have you working on? What does he have you looking for? What's so important that he sets this up for you? We are 
I have to be careful in a certain amount of what I can't. I would be happy to tell you everything, but some of it, if it were learned by, if it were learned, I disclose this information by other, by certain individuals. Um, my stay in New Orleans would be very short. I think the best thing that I can say is there have been some disappearances in the city. I'm sure you you may have heard of that. I have. And it is concerning. I'm not sure I'm going to have to make some rolls on this, but... Um, I am not absolute. I'm not certain as to the reason. I've been very curious of that myself. It is very frustrating working to uncover information without having what I think is all the information appropriate to me. I hate that. But we have been trying to look into the reasons for them because apparently. The best I have learned is there is something significant happening soon. Give me a manipulation and stuff. Yep, I'm going to spend some fucking willpower on this shit. (laughs) Difficulty eight. All right. Uh... Oh, the game of, all right, I'm going to give you just enough factual and play dumb um manipulation subterfuge there we go there we go difficulty eight um let me see if i have any specialty for either of these that might Would the specialty persuasive apply? No, not in this case. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. You got to ask. Uh, oops. Raise the wrong difficulty thing. There we go. Uh, there we go. Click out. Yeah. So that would be three successes. Good job. Good job. So she looks hesitant for a minute, sort of, you see her roll her tongue around in her mouth. Interesting. Now, I assume it's kindred disappearances you're investigating. Absolutely. Okay. There is, I was brought in because. I can speak to individuals that most people cannot. Um, I'm not 100% certain of their... I can guess as to why the others were brought in. Uh, Not the least of which is we are all kind of outliers and thus expendable. Um, But so far, we haven't... There have been, and I'm go. What I am going to 
give her some of the details of some of the deaths that we've uncovered. The bodies in the warehouse. Uh, uh, fucking poor Alex in the graveyard. Um, uh, and what we've been, what we were told by Mercy or uh, Destiny about the 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 number of people that have died or disappeared in the last like twenty four hours or so. Um, give her all of that sort of information. Um, and we have. We've investigated all the individual, the individual we have not gotten to, because there are apparently a lot of them, uh, the disappearances from last night. Uh, but we did get something about a child or something like that. Uh, and a friend of a friend of a companion of the child's clearly not a child um i don't know all the like i've just simply gotten some visions of things through what i can do um we've been fairly split up i will be i don't like being honest but i like but i will be honest about this we aren't exactly working the best together I see. But we are trying. Well, then. If we learn anything else, I will be happy to tell you more. Since what you provided was definitely going to be helpful. Thank you. I appreciate that. She will reach into her purse and just mm -hmm. slide a business card across the table. I will take it. If you find anything more, contact me. And um, I will attempt to play nice and leave Delilah to her own devices while you are on this investigation. I appreciate that. Um, I will be honest, I'm... Yeah, well, I think... Uh, I'll just look over at Rehab for a fact and then say, I think we're going to have to have some interesting conversations without mercy about where we go from here because... I certainly understand where you're coming from at this point. I don't like loose. I don't like loose cannons. And somebody who was an was a assassin, possible hunter as a human, and now claims not to. You understand where I'm? Yes. Yeah. Regardless, I have taken up too much of your time already. I'm sure you have a lot to do tonight. We will part. Thank you very much. And she will scoot her chair back and take her leave. Mm -hmm. And she will shut you two in the office. Rahab will just look at you. Let's give her time to leave and then we will 
I'm saying nothing in this goddamn office. Rahab will just say, I don't think that solved anything. No, but information is useful. Information is important. It's better. It's better to be for our forewarned. Meanwhile, I just like essentially mouth don't say anything. And I'll give it like 15 minutes until sure they're gone and then we'll leave getting the car and head back. Okay. Squire. Where would you and Azra have gone immediately after your brief brief almost too fleeting moment in the alley? Honestly, Guire needs to catch Azra up on literally everything, so probably back to uh, the shack in the bayou. Okay. So, I assume you hop aboard your motorcycle. Yep. But she she does comment, they are definitely a lot more streamlined than they used to be. Yeah, well, I've been keeping up with the times in some areas, at the very least. So she will ride with you. And when you get to your home, it has been a few days. There is a small silver package with a nice red bow on top. One sec. Guire says that she just draws a knife and throws it into the package. (laughs) Oh. Give me dex. I believe that's actually dex and melee because it's with a weapon, right? I believe so. Yeah. All right, Dex and melee, which base difficulty. Dexterity melee, def six. Plus discipline two. Four successes. There's a satisfying thick as the knife goes into the the box and you are greeted with the silence of the bayou. Good. She says she gets off the motorcycle, goes to check the box. Uh, It is a another small wooden figurine. (laughs) Figurine. I want to start having a collection of these. There is no note this time. <laughs> so sort of, sort of turns it over, inspects it a little bit, checks it for anything weird about it. 
No. It doesn't look abnormal. It eerily it looks completely identical to the other one. Oh, someone's good at their craftsmanship at the very least. And she walks you, inside and puts it on the shelf next to the other one. I see you have kept the decor. Interesting. Well, I've sort of taken up the role of the uh, the Bayou Witch to a certain extent. Are you vying for Witch Queen against Madame Morgan? No, I just actually do things as opposed to sitting in a chantry and being haughty all day. Fair enough. She just sort of absentmindedly rubbed the back of her neck. So, what have I missed? <sighs> All right. Well, totally, and it's going to be a long story. And she will take probably several hours and explain from start to finish basically everything. Um, the situation in the city, her preceding acts as a double cross, uh, her uh, the her the 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 forming relationship with the harpy, etc., etc., etc. All of it, basically. She is very silent and doesn't say anything through all of your explanation. But once it is clear that you have wrapped up, she will set one arm on the table the two of you are sitting at. What... What keeps you here? In the city or in this house? Let's go with both. Well, this house is a little sentimental. If you remember, this is where I died. I do. But... As far as the city, call me old-fashioned, but uh, hard to raise hell in a world where hell's already here, and letting Sybil and her kin get what they want will be bad, not just for the city, but for the entire southern half of the world. You're not wrong in the slightest. So, what is your next plan of attack? Well, aside from the fact that I've laid the seeds with the uh, 
with the prince of exactly how dangerous and conniving the Tremere Primogen has been with my last conversation with Charlotte. At the moment, now that I've managed to get you back, which was, I'll be honest, my first and only goal for the past several days, at this point, it's about stripping Sybil of her strength and finding a, finding a point to strike, preferably without being noticed. You know she will find that mirror. Not if Cat does her job right. Alexei has a way of locating things. Mm. So, so perhaps we should stop Alexei from finding it. You remembered all of my lessons. I've learned a few things since then, too. I'm sure you have. For one, I'm not exactly a normal asinite anymore. Uh, so, it's been a while. Are you able to read my aura? I don't recall. She blinks and then closes her eyes and looks away from you. That is interesting. What have you been doing, little one, while I've been gone? Vengeance is a hell of a motivator. It's a hell of a drug, too. I'll be honest, I don't exactly know what I did. At least it's foggy. The, uh, the Tremere that gave the tip to the hunters of where you were uh let's just say i got creative with him one night and uh the ritual i performed that i can't even remember myself burned away the blood curse and triggered something else very well that simply means that you will be the one to eat Morgan. <laughs> Fair enough. And then it's you also... see a side of her you've not obviously not seen in almost a century, but she will get a coy smile on her face. So, the harpy then. <laughs> She's cute, and she 
is more interesting than most. But like I told her, I'm not about to fool around on you. So unless you were also open to interacting with her, then it lead, then it stays where it was. You will see. I have to meet her. I think you'll like her. See if she's truly as cute as you say she is. <laughs> and your friends, Potari friends, however you want to view them. Um, what is their stake in? Well, aside from the obvious, what is their stake in? Preventing all of this. The Giovanni could walk away. They could, but I think much like me, they see the bigger picture in their in, in their own way. And I suspect that Mirror will have other uses for a Giovanni than just, you know, bringing La Sombra back into the real. But Aside from aside from her, Simon's hard to read. He's a Malkavian, that's to be expected. But I'm not sure what his game is, and he's always got me. Keeping an eye on him at this point. But at the very least, he hasn't proven to be more dangerous than anything the Sabbats brought here. The prophets have their uses. And as for mercy, do have their eccentricities. As for mercy, I don't think even she knows why she's doing this. Aside from she lives here. I get the sense she's hunting for more than just the next night to survive. And the Kaitif? I think she genuinely believes she's doing the right thing. Oh, that poor child. Well, I mean, delusions of grandeur have led to many great leaders. And she does something that freaked out, um, that freaked out cat and managed to scare off, uh, so... They will all be very important, very necessary. And remember, you have to learn to play well with others. <laughs> I do my best. But sometimes you need to be 
able to act on your own as well. I don't think any of them could have joined me for the heist that actually got the mirror away. I don't think so either, but at the same time, don't distance yourself from them. Well, speaking of which, perhaps we should meet up with them, if, especially if we need to stop Alexei from finding that mirror. You can contact them? Yeah, so she pulls the phone out. So we will switch scenes. Mercy. Yes. You have been tasked with guarding babysitting babysitting the doomsday device. Um what does Mercy think of Cat's attic? Um, in all honesty, attic, if you will. Uh, <laughs> thank you. No. <laughs> uh, Mercy actually really digs the vibe of Cat's attic. Like that's her whole. Uh, she kind of feels she kind of feels at home because that's her whole her whole business is you know is the the ghosts and ghouls and macabre and it's like oh like this is a cool selection of stuff like I you know I don't want to touch anything right uh, but it's like I I dig the I dig the vibe uh, there is also a fairly dismembered corpse uh, that has joined Alex amongst the uh, denizens of the the attic. I mean, I drive a hearse. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. You, while sitting... I assume you're sitting just staring at the door, waiting. Yep. Uh, your phone does go off. She's a little bit apprehensive, uh, given the last uh, few texts that she's received. Uh, but she does check it. Uh, it's one of your contacts. It is Destiny. Oh, thank God. Just checking in, seeing how you're doing. Um, I'm still undead. That's about as far as I'm prepared to go at this point. Every day you're not an ash pile is another good night. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm beginning to believe that, yes. <sighs> I haven't heard anything back from Cat or... Elena, so I am assuming that talks are underway and uh, nobody is dead yet. Operative word. Yet. Well, we can only hope for so much. <laughs> I... In all honesty, as cool as this place is, 
I just want to go home. We'll get you a safe place again soon enough. I know. So I assume they've got you staying put at Cats then. That seems, uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got nowhere else to go. They took my car. Um, I can't go home. So you make a make the best of it. I'm staying. Yes, I'm currently at Cats, sitting and and waiting for something or nothing or hopefully nothing bad and something good. Well, fortune does not tend to favor our kind very well, but. You see, Destiny, I, I tried the whole optimistic thing in the midst of all this, and it just, that just felt flat. So maybe I just got to survive. Listen, just because you can't walk in sunshine doesn't mean you can't be it. Don't, uh, I know it's easier said than done, but do not give in to all the drudgery that is everything that is going on right now. Stay true to who you are. Kind of like driving U-Hauls off of here. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like driving U-Hauls off the pier. Just so you know, I won't take that as permission. I just had to remember simpler times. Good, I wouldn't have given you permission anyway. Wasn't asking. I do have a bit of news that I can tell you and you can disseminate to the... And he horrifically misspelled the word disseminate and autocorrect. He misspelled it so bad, autocorrect didn't didn't fix it. (laughs) Disseminate. To the rest of your coterie. Um... An entire floor of a hotel room has gone missing. And you're calling this good news? Good news as in we have leads. Um, (sighs) An entire hotel room floor. Do we at least have a the 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 name of the hotel? How many people were staying on the floor? Yes. Who was 
What? Uh, we do. That might be helpful. As I open Google Maps, as I forget to do every week. Don't be like me, kids. Be more prepared. Me. Or don't. I don't control who you are. Uh, it was just a Holiday Inn, and I can get you a list of names, but it's about 35 people. In the... Like, the floor has disappeared as in it's physically not there, or nobody can access it, or... As in 35 people who were supposed to check out this morning did not show up. And when going to their rooms, we're not there. So we have 35 missing persons is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. It's too much of a pattern not to be something. You're not wrong, unfortunately. And I know this it was the third floor. The third floor, 35 people in the third floor? Mm-hmm. Of a Holiday Inn? Yep. All right, I'll... Uh... I don't like to point fingers, especially since they get such a bad rap in life as is. Um, but the uh, the Malkavians have a particular like for patterns and numbers. And if... Uh, Jonathan Kellerman was working for the other side. Something tells me there's a bit of a connection there. So, Malkavian, you want me to run this past Simon? Potentially. Okay, send me the. Um, just send me everything. I'll pass it on. Can do. Uh, I just have to. I'll figure out how to send it. Um, the the actual like good part of this news is that while we do have missing people, we do have a link, and. Sybil, not Sybil, damn it, I've done it again. Too many ass names in this game. Uh, this is my Vex and Vax, got it. Uh, <laughs> Simone. Sybil, Simon, Simone. Yep. Simone uh, would like to meet with all of you tomorrow night. Privately. After sunset. Um, hopefully the mirror has been dealt with at that point. One can only hope. It goes that word again. 
Hey, uh, media Sybil uh, or Sybil uh, calling for a meeting is definitely different than <laughs> Simone calling. That's, Simone. That's, a, that's a yeah. That's a that's a. Depending on the mood Simone's in, though, they could both just result in death. That bit of a distinction. Um, You're not wrong. Okay, so whole floor of a hotel missing. Uh, 35 people on the third floor, talk to the Walkavian, see if he sees a pattern. Uh, and Simone wants to meet with us tomorrow night after sunset. I mean, which is kind of, you know, you didn't really have to say under sunset. I didn't think it was going to be brunch and mimosas. Dot, dot, dot is all you get back. Have a good night, Mercy. <laughs> I'm a ray of fucking sunshine, Destiny. Then stay over there. <laughs> there is a rather loud crash from downstairs. Oh, shit. And the lights go out in the attic. Okay. Uh, does my cell phone still have battery? Yes. I turn on the flashlight. Okay. It is the attic. Yeah, but at least now I can see it. True, true. Do I hear anything else after the crash? Other than the noises of New Orleans outside the house? No. this a crash, like a window breaking, a door being kicked in, somebody falling through a window? Give me perception and alertness, difficulty six. Okay. That's not what I Perception alertness difficulty six. Two successes. Um, it sounded like something heavy hitting the ground. Is there any further movement after that? No. Probably a ghost. I'm really loath to leave this attic. How, um... Like the first person to die in a horror movie. 
<laughs> no, honestly, that's not the person who survives because they didn't leave the room where they have a shotgun. <laughs> I mean, Mercy doesn't know a lot of things about herself, but she's no, she's not stupid. Um, so, what can I see if I open the attic, like the door to the attic? Can I see any? Thing from that perspective without leaving the attic. Jeremy, I believe it's just staircase up, isn't it? Just a staircase, yep. So I wouldn't be able I to see it. I believe so. Uh, let me check and make I mean, if it's just a staircase, you might have a pretty good advantage. Depending on where, where the thing was. Is it like a ladder up the, or a staircase up and like it dead ends. Yes. Uh, it is. Come on. Photos cycle faster. Um... No. Oh, Zillow. Realtor.com in this situation. Oh, okay. Um, I think originally was on Zillow, but 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 I just I just Google search the address at this point. Uh there we go. Floor pun. There we go. That's very useful. Um so yes, it is there is a staircase from yeah, it's just a staircase. Okay, and it goes down into sort of the main area, from from sort of cir not circular but square down. Okay, so nothing visible. If I were to look down the stairs, I couldn't see anything. Probably not. Not unless they're sit. Not unless they're sitting in a very particular position. Well, I. I um, take a look out the door, see a staircase. Mm -hmm. Like, well, at least they're not right there. And I shut the door again. And I keep my cell phone in one hand and the shotgun in the other. Okay. After about another 30 minutes, although the lights come back on. Rule 20 is not showing me shit. Um, so all the lights have come back on after about 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Have I heard any other noises? No. Um, has the mirror vanished from the room? <laughs> is everything still where it was? Um... There is only one thing that has changed position in this room. The mirror? No. No, as a matter of fact. The body? Um, there is a scalpel that has been placed straight through the eyeball of Alex Richards. 
Yeah, it's the, it's the vengeful ghost being annoyed at the, at the other ghost who is still here. Or it's Walter playing a prank. What did, one of the two. What did what did Kat tell me about the how to deal with the ghosts again? Like just tell them to knock it off or like I don't know, throw salt around, I, I guess. I think it was uh, I think it was just yell at them to behave or 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 Kat will be back to deal with the situation or something to that effect. Implying that she would come back and throw them into the oblivion. Hey, um, whoever's messing around with shit, I just want to let you know that you better behave or Kat's going to come back here and throw your your dead ass back into oblivion. Okay? Knock it off. Hey. You're, you're babysitting not only the mirror, but the ghosts. You're greeted with silence. And eventually, Cat and Rahab do come back. Okay. Walk in the door. Garth probably freaks you out. Now he's downstairs again. Um Uh, Kat, walking in, uh, your couch has been flipped. I pull out my phone and text uh, to, to, to Mercy. Downstairs, are you okay? Your phone goes off. Look at the phone. I'm fine. Your ghosts are full of shit. All right, coming up. So I switched making my way upstairs to Simon. You are sitting in the basement of your shop working with Alexander, trying to translate bits and pieces of different languages and uh, trying to make sense of diagrams and different alchemical symbols you've either have or have not seen before. Um, And, like, what you are able... What? It's a lot of stop and go. It's like, oh, translating things. Translation. I don't... right. Like, because of Simon's memory, it's like, translate, 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 translate. Don't recognize this, Google. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Just goes for a little bit. It's like, stop and go traffic in a city. You get three blocks, and then you have to stop again. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, some of the passages you have been able to translate um, have been... Some have been complete nonsense. Some have been lists of ingredients. Some have been poems that don't really make sense. Some are just a list of locations and times and dates. Um, the, the, poems, the poems in particular, Simon, like, particularly gets um, Alex's attention. like, the hell is this even supposed to be? Simon does... Simon does not get the underlying um, 
the underlying tone of poems. Well, this one is... This one right here is a love sonnet. Hmm. These two I don't really understand the meaning of. Um, but it seems like the we they are talking about is the royal we and not as in two, two people. Um, with the meaning explained do they fit the context of what's around them and the books yes and no like you see how connections could be made but there is just something that's beyond your there's there's a piece missing hmm. it's it's like It's like trying to do a 5,000-piece jigsaw puzzle without a box. Simon talks through the, like, like he could see where the connection is, but there's a piece missing, and Simon kind of talks, like, out loud through that. Like, Simon is aware he lacks the emotional aspect to understand stuff like poems. Mm -hmm. And so, like, specifically, like, walked through the logic puzzle out loud to make sure if it's an emotional aspect that Alex could probably pick that up. Okay. There's, again, he's he's just elbow deep into the whole thing. Um, And eventually you get a couple pages translated um, cohesively. And you guys almost at the same time arrive at the the same conclusion through putting together context clues, the list of what looks like ingredients, dates, times, a moon chart, symbols. What you're looking at right here is a spell. It doesn't make sense, and even the the blood magic practitioner is like, well, those pieces don't, and all of this is nonsense. And upon the realization that is a spell, and like this magic user doesn't get it, I'm gonna text the other magic user I know. Hey, Guire. We can't get back to the basement. And at some point, you get that text. Yeah. One of the other two magic users you know. True. Probably also text Cat that, too. <laughs> like, hey, we found this thing for a spell, and the Tremere doesn't get it, and I don't do magic. To herself, of course the Tremere doesn't get it. Fucking pretenders. Cat is a salty bitch, and I am here for it. Listen, the there are between every other magic using 
clan, bloodline, etc. And they are all agreed on one thing. Fuck the Tremere. They're pretenders. Fuck the Tremere. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, anyways. Simon's been fucking with the Tremere this entire time. That was his point of being down here. No, no, don't fuck with the Tremere. <laughs> Close, mind. but 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 there are intricacies. Mind, yeah. So sorry. Anyways, no, you're good. You cat, you will get that text message about like on the way to your house. Yeah, at some point, uh, Guire was going to be calling Cat as well. Okay, Cat'll be uh, to the text, which I'm assuming is like the it, to the two of them, like the three of them all in one thread, or is it like yeah. group thread or um probably just to the two of them. Okay. Bring it back to the house. We need to talk anyways. Um I'm being told to bring this over to Kat's house. It sounds like everyone's gonna gather over there. And the other two magic users might have enough. Might have an idea. Alexander just sort of reaches a hand out, closes the book, and starts to put it into his bag. In a sense of he's packing up to take it over there, or? You can't quite tell. <laughs> Simon goes to stand up. I'm going to get changed, get out of the dusty clothes. And you seem a bit hesitant. Even if you don't take the stuff over there with me, I can just replicate it all. Come again? Simon just, like, recites, like, three or four pages that, like, he's closed and put away. And then the second page of that first book that he put away at the beginning. The, like the second paragraph of that one. And just sort of look up at you and glare. So I get to see where Cat lives then. <laughs> well, oh, this Kat, is going to be an interesting conversation. Cat did not tell me not to bring you. Cat does that not is... know where you are. That 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 someone is a factor in this situation. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he did say the Tremere didn't get it. So yeah, that like the Tremere mean... has been mentioned, and Simon was not told not to bring the Tremere. This is absolutely fair. It's fine. I, I think I they think, can wait outside. I think Cat makes a new rule after oh, after this. <laughs> Don't bring the Tremere. Even if it is not explicitly stated, do not bring a fucking Tremere to my house. No. As the separate parties converge onto Catriona's house, uh, the first to arrive are Simon and Alexander. Leaving the shop, Simon will like stop at the door and it's like, we should get you some different clothes sometime. If you if you just keep hanging out in the basement, you're just going to keep getting dusty. Very true. Um, I am not against this. Remind me when I when we get back, because I don't know if we have anything that fits offhand. 
most of our pre-made stuff's like overcoats and that anyways. Will do. And then and then they head out. Yep. So there is a cat there is a knock at your back door. Oh, I'm expecting people, so I go check, open the door. Excuse us a moment. I say to 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 uh, grab uh, a Simon, pull him in, <laughs> shut the door. What is he doing here? He is the Tremere that I said that that has the magic thing that he's not, not sure of. You didn't say he was coming. You didn't tell me not to bring him, and he's the one involved. I didn't know that he was coming. I didn't know there was a possibility he was coming. I don't know. Maybe you texted a Tremere. I, maybe maybe you had a conversation on the phone. Maybe you went to the sanctuary and had a conversation. I don't know. I don't even know where the chantry is. You should ask why or that sometime. And then see if Alex lets me within like a hundred feet of the place. <laughs> He's already not too happy because I memorize shit, so. Because what? No, no, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Walking away from that one. Open the door. Hello. Hello. Come in. You see, okay. I was gonna say it's like in this tense situation, Alex can just see Simon behind Cat with the prop book again. He will sort of peek his head in first and then walk in the rest of the way. I think it is important. I'm sure that you would understand as a fellow worker of arts. Set some ground rules. Upstairs is my area for working. You will not be going up there. Understood. There may be some restless dead wandering around, by which I mean there are I am not responsible for anything they do to you. Please, by all means. <laughs> he will walk in and sit at your kitchen table. Perfect. Simon okay. walks up this with them. Fine. It's like, let's, let's set stuff out. Just the It's just the keeper, former keeper, I don't know, of Elysium in my house. From the Tremere, it's okay. Simon turns to Cat. Don't worry if it if it's really so much of a problem. Everyone thinks he's dead, and we could just make him that way too. We're not killing. No, no, we are not killing <laughs> a member of the Tremere and the keeper of Elysium in my home. I appreciate the in my home caveat. 
is not happening. In my home. Meta, I'm never going to leave. I'll be for I'll be safe forever. Oh no, we could drag you out. <laughs> it's, um, Simon, Simon comments that uh, it's like we have. Uh, I mean, we could take him somewhere else to kill him. It just means I just meant he could end up dead if he if he causes any problems. All right. So, anyways, you say you have a spell. He will set the book on your kitchen table and flip it open to about a good quarter of the way through it. And it's probably four or five hundred page tome. Okay. And Simon sets the prop also on the on the table, but far enough out of arm's reach that he has to it'd be a very obvious motion to gra- get it. And um, the first thing that sticks out to you is this is not the very stringent and neat and polished sort of look that you would get from something from one of your family members. Right. Every inch of scrap of paper in this is filled with a drawing or a symbol or writing. some some of the pages just are just complete pictures the whole way um but the page he turns to is there's a list of what looks like ingredients a bunch of alchemical symbols a few paragraphs of a language what languages do you speak english and italian, uh, italian. i would say probably latin or wait some of the stuff I always forget like there's actually a thing here, a thing for uh some of Greek it was French, some of it was Ukrainian. Uh, yeah, English mm-hmm. and English and Italian. Um none of it really sticks out to you as immediate. Um you can recognize some French just because there's that weird all the romance languages are cousins. Right. Um sort of thing. But uh, he does reach into his bag and set out a few pieces of just plain notebook paper that has two different handwritings on it to, that looks to have been the decoding of this. Okay. I will take a look. So... At your cursory glance, a list of ingredients that don't really seem to make much sense together. Um, Three rather long paragraphs or poems um, that also don't really seem to go together. Um, and a few alchemical symbols, some measurements, and then looks like a step-by-step. Um, and it's not so much that the grammar is wrong, but none of it reads correct. Um, and it's all just 
it's like Simon said, it doesn't look like like you have point A and point B, and this should be a very straight line. But for some reason, you keep shooting off to C or D or all the way to Z. Mm-hmm. Who? Do we know who the person, the author of this is? Because I have severe questions. Alexander will take a breath. Has Simon seen any indication of who the author is? Uh, No, the only indication which he flips the book closed and turns it upright to where you can read the spine, which has flambeau across it in very elegant writing. I'm sure there's a chance it's like one in a million, but can I get like an intelligence occult roll? You sure can. Intelligence occult difficulty nine. Yep, that makes complete sense. Um... You cannot spend willpower on this one. That also makes sense. I mean, there's one. So, Cat, sometime during your training and through all of your family history and learning about things, at some point, someone mentioned a word. And it's talked about with the Tremere how they weren't always vampires. They were mortals who did magic. Mm -hmm. And it takes you a brief second. You roll it over on on your tongue a little bit of flambeau. Mage. You're looking at a grimoire. Ah. These are mortal wizards. So it's useless then. Is there... Not necessarily. Could Does Simon know anything about mortal wizards? Uh, You can give me the same role if you want. What was it? Intelligence occult? Into an occult. Difficulty nine. Okay. You'll switch to dice. There we go. Cult difficulty. Two successes. Two successes. Um, well, they're big in popular media right now. <laughs> Something about that uh, Harry Potter kid. Um, Throughout history, there have been tales of mortals who could do extraordinary things that couldn't be explained. And there's theories that a lot of them were mages or actually had access to magic. Um, Something that goes around every few years is that Jesus Christ was a uh, particular 
mage with a set of skills. Um, of course, that's obviously refuted by a lot of scholars, but um, there's examples throughout history of people like Merlin or uh, Dr. John Dee or Edward Kelly or Nostradamus. Um, Good old Alistair fucking Crowley. <laughs> yeah. I, I try not to mention the sex cult, but it's there. <laughs> See, I, the way you put that, I'm just, I can't help but picture Liam Neeson with a crown of thorns saying, I don't have much, I don't have any money. However, it, I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> it, those two successes, I feel like also, need the context of Simon does have two dots in a cult. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like he, he is not unfamiliar with the occult to begin with. Right. So Crowley would be a big name. Um trying to think of some of the other big The Great Beast. Rasputin, but everybody claims his ass. I'm gonna say every supernatural claims that Rasputin was one of theirs. Right. Um do the werewolves? Uh, werewolves claim he was a shadow lord? Probably. Werewolves claimed him as something. I don't remember what it is either. I might have been a shadow lord. Um, uh, let me see. Who are some other like well-known? I mean, there are examples of what you're looking at. Yeah. History. Um, there's Tote's Book of the Dead. Um, there's the Devil's Bible. Um, there's the... I believe the Malleus Maleficarum has spells. There's several different books from the Bible that were removed that had spells. Um, reportedly, none of it works. Um, if you're the wrong mage, unless, yeah. but yeah. you've seen, you've seen magic work, so you know that shit works. The, the, Simon, uh, the, book, the Book of Solomon is another one, yeah. Is Simon yeah. able to connect the dots in a different way, knowing that this is a mage's grimoire? Yeah. They... Is it useless to us? Probably. Look at all the people that Sybil has gathered. You don't think she has a mage... A, a wizard working for her if she needs one. Probably locked in some cell somewhere, ready to get pulled out at when 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 necessary. A really weird question. Of all of Simon's clientele, do any of them strike Simon as being potentially a mage? I mean... You do live in New Orleans, so literally, potentially any of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Simon, Simon could reasonably assume three of them are not. Uh, none, none immediately but... come to mind. Okay. The old, uh, New Orleans, the old New Orleans would be a, New Orleans would be a good place for a kitchen sink game. Yep. The old New Orleans game, or the old uh uh uh. uh Mage game. 
are they a wizard or are they a mage or are they just addicted to hot topic? <laughs> or are they just really fucking high? Or are they really fucking high? Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, Simon, looking at it, you immediately understand the reason none of you are connecting it is because you don't have whatever spark the mortals that can use this have. And Simon, like, and watched Shemir through it up from, a long like, time ago. A to B, but it doesn't make sense because we're missing this section, which is probably that mage thing. And, like, just through the entire process of... Like, this would make sense if we had that understanding of magic. And about an hour of this goes by, and you look up and you realize, oh shit, we've been at this an hour. And uh, there is a knock at your door. Excuse me a moment. Go check the peephole. There is one face you recognize, and one face you do not. The face of Guire greets you along with a uh, darker-skinned individual with black hair pulled into a bun. (coughs) Of course, everybody gets plus one. Open the door. Guire? Cat? Second person that I don't know about to enter my home? Azra. Hi. She will bow. Please come in. Join the rest of our current coterie and the Tremere. Simon looks at the door. Do you guys know mage stuff? As soon as the word Tremere exits your mouth, she stiffens. If it's any, if it's who I think it is, it's Alexander. He'll be fine. Oh, there is nothing fine about this situation right now. She said that specifically to Azra. Yes, I. My statement stands. <laughs> uh, Mercy, you that can, is not in the mood. You can hear a number of people downstairs. All right, where's Mercy's plus one coming from? <laughs> Guire will start in. Clearly. Hi, here's my shotgun. Yes. <laughs> Please come in. Yeah. Same rules in. apply if I don't, uh, with all due respect, Ezra. Nice to meet you. Um, you being somebody that I do not personally know, upstairs is off limits. I understand. And, and if oh, you want to murder a Tremere, don't do it in my house, but you're welcome to. Noted. Let everybody Quire. in. Squire steps the door, into the room. Locks over, the door. Yeah, looks over Looks over at the kitchen where Alexander is. Thank you again for your assistance, by the way. Simon. I can't believe I'm saying this, but anytime. <laughs> how how is that the weirdest thing that has happened in the last <laughs> in the last hour and a half? Somehow, 
All right. That sounds like, sound like a challenge. <laughs> um, wire steps in. Simon doesn't even like notices, doesn't react to Azra. Just like, do you know mage stuff? Because this appears to be a mage's spell thing. Yes. I'll roll intelligence in a cult. I doubt it, but. Difficult to Nope. Nope. Uh, Asamite sorcery is less formula and more instinct. Not quite so much. You don't happen to know any, do you? Not off the top of my head. Uh, I feel like I feel like uh, I would sort of be stepping on their toes if the whole competing Bog Witch, if there was a mage out in the bayou. In fairness, I don't think we necessarily want to bring a wizard in on this. Oh no, I don't for think so a lot either. of reasons. One, they are still mortals, and I'm not willing to see what what, what shade of gray of the masquerade that falls into. Two, I don't think we want to give this spell knowledge of this spell to anybody. After Kat's comment about what shade of gray this of the mask gray this falls into, you can see Simon pull out his phone, start typing. No, <laughs> I will. Br- you will lose having a phone privileges. If you start asking those questions of people who might be in a position to answer, we we err on this side of no, don't do it. Don't you push that send button. (laughs) I'm going to do it. Don't you do it. I'm going to do it. Don't you do it. (laughs) Simon. So it's just to put his phone back away. Well, there's right. there's two things that happen. Either Simon puts his phone away or he mains complete eye contact and just goes, <laughs> Oh, no. It's maintaining complete eye contact. Phone going to pocket and presses the send button as it's going <laughs> into the pocket. Um, Specifically, it's a text to Destiny. Like, we're not the only Supernaturals. Like, how does the masquerade apply to others? <laughs> <laughs> like we almost... supernaturals hunt us so that's like saying we, we just told the hunters where we are a, a um mercy's gonna text cat and go i still have my shotgun do you need me to come down there uh you can come down i don't think we need to shoot anybody yet oh uh, while we're talking about important things, I'm gonna go upstairs for a minute and set some precautions until your people come to retrieve that thing. Thank you. I have a lot of skills. That is not one of them. Hopefully, they should be here soon. Guire heads upstairs. I am correct in being under the the impression that we have not been told of. Someone coming and uh, uh, someone's hunting for it, correct? Correct. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. Which is why she's going to set the precautions first and the warning second. <laughs> that is fair. 
Hazard is just sort of looking around. Mercy. Yes. Lovely home. Thank you. Mercy passes a choir on the stairs. And yeah. Just says says nothing. It's like, okay, I'm relieved of babysitting duties. I'm going downstairs. In the in the quiet moment, Simon tries to flip the book to a different part. The the flambeau bark book. Yeah. And uh while she's out there, Guire sets a ward on basically every entrance, every conceivable entrance to that room. One one in front of the door, one in front of any windows if there are any. And if there's any kind of roof access, one under that or on that, actually. <sighs> and then step back downstairs. Mercy's just going to look around and take in everybody. It says, you didn't tell me this was going to be a party. I didn't know. Oh, I see. Uh, Mercy, this is... Ezra, this is Alexander, who I think you've seen. Yes, we've met. We've lost uh, the Dean. We this lost the Dean. This is not the story. Yeah. What? All right, now we cause problems without the storytelling. Oh, no. Go. Oh, no. What do we do? What do <laughs> So. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. I'm back. You need to recorrect cameras? Nope. Because I have realized that I can do something. Okay, I heard I think roof access and then everything went frozen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, Guire Guire sets wards on basically all of the accesses into that room. Okay. Otherwise, it was Mercy went downstairs and got Mercy. Uh, Alexander again. Mercy comes downstairs, sees everybody, and turns to Cat and goes, "You didn't tell me it was going to be a party." To which Cat says, "I didn't know." Yep. Okay. Guire that's kind of yeah. Guire comes back down a few moments later. Yep, that's it. <sighs> All right. Anyone who co anyone who goes up there without my being aware of it will end up with a very nasty surprise. Oh, I'm not going back up there anytime soon. Simon looks away from the papers in the book. What's the surprise? That's the surprise, ain't it? Are we going to sit here and pick up out the word surprise? Or are we going to actually do something worthwhile? No, we're going to actually do something. Um, One of your people can't oh, well, hear by the word, but it's fine. Uh, um, point of interest. I would hope that your people get here sooner rather than later because odds are very good that Alexei is going to be coming looking for this thing soon. Define soon. Uh, according to Azra's experience, he's got a way of sensing its direction. 
Do we know how? Looked over to Azra. He let me let me double check math real quick. He has a way of yes um well he is gifted with second sight so he has a way of allowing his consciousness out and seeing things interesting Very well. Well, we'll do what we can. Hopefully they will arrive. I've given them all the information that they need. Hopefully they arrive soon. Um, Ultimately, if we want to make sure that this place stays not a pile of rubble, we're going to need to take Alexa out sooner than later. Are you talking about the house or New Orleans? Yes. Either or. Okay, so... All right, so what is on our agenda at this particular moment? What do we have we need to do? We need to keep the mirror safe until my clan shows up. I think it might be a good idea to get that. What exactly is this spell supposed to do? Do we know? Do you have any idea? Oh, in the Flambeau book? Yes. Uh, if I recall correctly, it was just something that was in the Tremere Chantry, so it could be anything. So it doesn't even necessarily have anything to do with this. With I don't think Tremere. so. It was a it was a thing it was a thing that stood out while we were raiding the chantry. Oh. Well that's a relief. I feel much more comfortable having it within proximity of the mirror now. Um it's like Simon tries to walk through the what the steps are and to try to see what the spell might be intended for. Just a moment. I will let you know. Continue discussing. Um, then we don't have to worry about that. That's just an added interesting thing. Oh. We got in. Mm, mercy. Yes. Is present company acceptable for discussing your situation? Well, I don't know about Alexander, but uh, 
I'm sorry, play player player question. What what is uh Guire's wife's name? Azra. Azra. Anybody Guire trusts is fine by me. Fair enough. Your information. Um Alexander. I have a wonderful basement area that I think that you would find especially interesting. He has already begun gathering stuff. I know this song and dance. Imagine you do. I will be downstairs. If nothing else, if that, besides Simon trying to like walk through the spell, just try to determine what it does. Like after Simon does that mental calculation, he would comment that, like, if the spell is irrelevant, then um, Alex could probably just go back to the shop. Yeah, he he's here. He might factor into some plans. But either way, um, but yeah, get wait until he's downstairs. Door, shut the door. Okay. Turn goes. on the blender next to the door. <laughs> we can talk in the front room. Um, so, I spoke with Elena about your situation. We spoke with Elena. Ray happens here. Um, and apparently you as a, um, before you were embraced, uh, uh, killed Elena's sire. Anybody who wants to can make me an intelligence and... Streetwise roll, difficulty seven. Does that include me? Yes. Nope. And y'all have to tell me nope. what the hell happens because I can't see anything that rolls winning. Intelligence in... Difficulty what? Seven. Okay. Okay. Um, how fitting. Uh, <laughs> cat, mercy. Um, it occurs to you immediately, uh, Elena's eighth generation. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Which means Mercy killed a seventh generation vampire. Yep. As a mortal. Yep. Oh, shit. It is not clear whether from, it was not clear from Elena's perspective whether you knew about this 
knew about whether they were a, a empire or not. Um, we're certainly we're certainly of the opinion, her and I both, that whoever had you, whoever contracted you, did. That's too much of a coincidence. So the question becomes now. Apparently, you were around the city for 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 quite some time after that. Disappeared uh, around mid nineteen tens, and then he had not seen you from that point all the way up until you ran into each other at Elysium. Last time she had seen you, again about a century ago, you were not an amnesiac. So something happened in that time between. We can assume, it's safe to assume, although not certain, that it was somebody else from the Camarilla, because there's not a large spot presence at the time. Technically, I suppose it could have been independent. Not mine, because I don't think there would be any reason for that. Um, and we don't know who your sire is. She doesn't, I don't. Well, on that topic, not to point too many, not to make uh, convenient conclusions, but uh, the Tremere have been doing a lot of fucking with people's minds lately. The thought comes to mind. This is... Squire, haven't you been around here since the Civil War, too? Yes. Oh, well, would... uh, for a while, actually, yes. Do you... Like, why wouldn't they just get an Asmite assassin to take him out? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Azra, but the Asmites didn't really have a large presence around here even back then. They may not have known. It may not have. It also may not have been worth our notice. We tried to stay out of the affairs of the mortals as best we could. But um, there were times we delighted in causing havoc. But I mean, with the assassination target having been a... Having been a vampire. Vampire, most likely contracted by a member of the Camarilla. Would I have heard anything about that assassination attempt? Or successful assassination, I guess. That's a good question. Um, I mean, it was pretty big news. Um, the problem is that everyone around that time was around that generation. Yeah. Um, but he was a higher up in the Toreador clan. So go ahead and give me intelligence and streetwise difficulty eight. Can I argue politics? You can. 
and I will allow it. Um, no, no. Now that this is being talked about out, out loud, you know, you know exactly about this event. Oh shit! Huh? Something exposition you dump. Yeah. <laughs> Something you want to share, Clark? Um, the the gentleman in question was named Elliot Hollingsworth, who was a higher up in the Tremere clan, and actually at the time when the Camarilla were starting to get their claws into Louisiana as a whole, was vying for not only primogen but prince. prince. Yeah. Oh god damn it. Ooh. Wasn't Simone also here? Yes, yeah. this is yeah. Inter- yeah. this yeah. is this is inter interclan Camarilla fucking each other over. Yeah, I, I would think... put odds I would dollars to donuts. This yeah. is Simone. Does anybody know? I know it's gauche to ask, but does anybody know what generation Simone is? Does Simon know? Uh, Guire knows. Simon would just blurt it out. Um, anyone can give me intelligence and politics. Um, depending on your roles, will also uh, that difficulty eight again. Int and politics difficulty eight. Um, one success. Um, so Simon, she's actually sixth generation. And Simon just, like, it's gauche to ask, but does anyone know? Simon just need like, sixth generation. Uh, the other thing okay. you know is Simone didn't come over till the night, until uh, after the, okay, Guire, no, you're, you're the one who knows this. Um, Simone didn't come over until the Second World War had ended. Simone's been around for a while, but she's actually she came on she came over on the boats from the Second World War, escaping France. Actually, so I think couldn't have been her. Who else has, has learned that before? Yeah, who else has been in the city this long? Who is a power player within the Camarilla? Could because could I Glier, gu- yeah, go on. I guarantee that at some point. Mercy came here, was returned here, and I guarantee it was for a reason. So, Simon, Simon's aware of the previous prince. Does Simon know how long they were the prince? About a hundred years. Eighteen thirties, then. Mm-hmm. It's well after the Civil War. Yeah. The 1930s is before the Civil War. Sorry, yeah, sorry. That is before the Civil War, yeah. But, yeah, the... If I were to guess, considering who they were, likely odds the previous prince, um, but... uh, And Guire, I, I feel like I have a guess, but can Guire 
like piece together other likely candidates for important people to have placed that hit out. Yes. Um, other important vampires or kindred who would have been in the area at the time. Um, fun fact, Armand. Um, Armand Broussard, yeah. It definitely seems like someone that's going to put an assassination out to become yes. the prince. Um, the... Do, 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 do. Yes or no, Madame Morgan say Julien. Yes. <laughs> I thought so. Um, obviously, Elena. Um, some of the less likely that were that were there. Um, Nero, uh, who was a member of Destiny's squad, was, was here at the time. Um, as well as Kellerman. Well... Other names of note, Armand, although if he had anything major to do with that, I feel like he wouldn't still be out in the swamp with a ghouligator. Right. Ghouligator. Nero, uh, again, I feel like he'd be in a much higher station than one of Destiny's boys if he had something to do with it. Uh, Kellerman, already dead, can't find that one out. And, no one else oh, besides we don't know Simon. that. Yeah, only Simon knows Kellerman's dead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> already, already dealt with at the moment, so hard to find that information out. Um, and, oh, look, here's a name that comes up again. Madame Morgan Saint-Julien. And this is... The Tremere Primogen. Right. I wonder if there's a Tremere that we can ask about her, about ask about her too everybody just sort of sees Ezra reach up and rub the back of her neck you alright yes yeah sorry no problem so running down that list Somebody's very, very good at memory manipulation that would potentially be a Tremere. They can dominate. I think. Sounds about right. Um, weirdly enough, I'm not leaving Elena out of the possibilities here. Perhaps, not, although that'd be a hell of a performance to put up for an amnesia. From a Tremere, or from a Toreador? The hell you say. I mean, yes, absolutely. However, the performance for an amnesiac is perhaps a little gauche. Well, here's here's if that's the case. And granted, it's lower on the list than Tremere Primogen, certainly. Elena manages... Mercy, do you know what generation you are? I know what generation I think I am. What would that be? Mm, 12th. 
Okay. Imagine you're Elena. You want to rise within your ranks. You are not because most of our kind don't give a shit unless they're blood bonded. Um, you do not. You, you do not have a problem with climbing over the corpse of your sire to do so. And you set this whole situation up. And then it seems a little bit weird to me at that point that Delilah spends another 45, 50 years in this city. And no, Elena doesn't do anything about it except for maybe have a rough conversation or two. And then you vanish for a hundred years and you come back not remembering anything and Elena is very not pleased with you. But if she orchestrated everything, you guys were in really good, good close cahoots, whatever you want to call it. And somebody else who knew about the situation took you for some reason. To be fair. Uh, this is a wild theory, I understand. To to be fair, perhaps someone who is capable enough to take down a 7th generation Toreador on mortal merit alone is perhaps not someone you want to fuck with, especially after they've been turned. Perhaps. You're not wrong. I, I'm spinning I'm spinning a potential situation for why I'm not leaving Elena out. Mm -hmm. um, also, I, unless you had some really, really strange thing, I have to assume that you caught this per you caught this either A. This this Toreador was absolutely fucking useless. Or you caught them unawares, or both. I don't care how good you are, how good you as a mortal were. This is an ungodly powerful relative level. I mean, Guire says, sort of smirking over at Azra. We can talk about mortals having fights with vampires. <laughs> hey, Jeremy. Uh -huh. Everyone's pictures are still. Yes, shocking. I know. It's okay. I'm not able to. And honestly, if they were watching, people, if y'all were watching, if you all are watching at this point, I assume you started from the beginning and you saw what happened, and you can do, you can figure out what happened. I just don't want to stop the stream for it. Okay. And if you're listening on if you're listening on podcast, good for you. You don't have to be confused by by Windows. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, so I I'm spinning a very wild theory there, but it's also not the strangest thing that we've come up with in the last few days. Mm. But if I were to place my money on anything 
vengeance and grudges talking, but Madame Morgan St. Julien has had her hand in way too many activities that we found out recently. Not. Okay. Can we detail those? Because I feel like I'm not aware of those. Because these are all like, we've all got... Yeah. Well, I'm already aware that she has been dabbling in the mental manipulation of others, including creating permanently dominated individuals who can then be handed off as agents to other people while still being under control, uh, including generations passing by with that same domination spell still being under effect. Well, never mind my, never mind my wild spinning theories. That's just too perfect for this situation. And, uh, not to not to put too fine a point on it, but you're not the only Toreador who's been having memory problems lately, Mercy. This is very true. Of that I am aware. I've already laid some groundwork for the instability of the madam's reputation with the prince. I'm hoping that it's paying off, but I think that bears further investigation. So... Well, why don't we ask Alex what he knows about her goings-on? Because at the same time, if he lies, he dies. Well, I'm also fairly certain he doesn't care too much for Madame Morgan either. Wait a minute, he's not dying anyways? Not if he doesn't need to, I don't think. He's done a good job. The prince might not kill him for helping. If he does enough to redeem himself for it, I suppose. That all would have been very good information to know before I allowed him in my home. But... We can always kill him anyway, is it? He's been useful. I'd rather not pay a good turn with a bad one. Because... That would be so out of character for our kind? No, but I'm someone who likes to at least pretend to have a code, shall we say? That is absolutely fair. Worse comes um, to worse. The Asimites might not want to kill him. The Camarilla might not want to kill him. But the Giovannis are still an independent clan. You guys can decide what to do with them on your own. Oh, that's why that was about to be my next question. Should it come to that situation, you may not want to kill him. Are you willing to get in the way if somebody else wants to? I mean, I have no particular fondness for him. Delightful. All right. Situation potentially solved. We can move forward. Um, 
Should we get? I have nothing against him, but he's Tremere in my home. Fair enough. But imagine if there was a Tremere in your home, Guire. There has been. Azra, that was your choice. Azra leans forward and looks at Mercy, who's been uncharacteristically quiet. Are you okay? No. I... Everything I am... I built myself... And now I'm being told <laughs> I'm being told how forgive me if I'm if I'm mistaken, which has been true before. I've been a pawn for most of my undead life. I I know so much more and yet I I I I don't I'm I'm disheartened I'm disheartened that I'm just a pawn on the chessboard Funny thing about pawns when they realize their position and decide to change it, they can turn into just about anything. Mercy. Um, the first thing I'm going to say is going to sound either uncaring or uh, defeating at the very least. And it is not meant to be that way. We are all pawns of the Camarilla of our clans, of the the antediluvians, whether you believe in them or not, of the 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 the, the courts in each individual city, etc. One way or another, there was always somebody higher than us pulling our strings. That said. There are times and 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 there is there are times when you can turn those tables. And I know for my part the chance to do so became for a period of time my reason for going on. And you just have to be patient for the opportunity to have your conversation with your Elena, not Tori. You know what I'm talking about. I do. Because for all of the everything that that's 
whole situation cost and what I went through for it. There have been few things more enjoyable than that conversation that I had with her. What would you even say? What would you say? That's up to you. In my situation, I was extremely, I would like to think, gracious and generous. That was my choice because with my people, family comes first. You have no such compunction. We need we need to talk to um we need to talk to the prince because we need to find somebody with a level of dominate with sorry with a certain level of skill of dominate that would go above and beyond the person who wiped your memories because that's I'm assuming what happened. We punch through that 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 wall and we don't have to keep guessing. It's possible that when my family arrives one of them can do it but I don't know who they're sending. I in the midst of all that's going on, this just seems so trivial. Like, I, why are we even spending time on this? Because we're in a, reported things. We're in a waiting period right now. What else are we going to do? Because even with everything going on, there's still acquire moments to take care of ourselves. That is well. Because in situations like this, we, like the creatures that we are, can, will, and in some ways must find ways to get ahead through it. If you're not looking at a situation like this and figuring out how to use it to your advantage... then I'm wondering how much of a vampire you really are. That answer... As I look over at Rahab with side-eye and then yeah. look... Yeah. Answer... That answer is still, I don't know. All I know is vivid dreams and other names and people who say I'm one thing when they might as well be describing a character in a story because... I mean, come on. I'm the person who drives a U-Haul off a fucking pier. I'm the person that, like, 
make stupid movie references. Why? Why? I, 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 now you're telling me I'm a fucking master assassin? No, I, this, this makes no sense. None of this makes any sense. Nope. Somebody make it make sense. Nothing that you do now or that you choose to do is necessarily needs to change. Mercy. As someone who has been under the spell of someone controlling them, you had mentioned that everything you are is something you've made. Learning who you were does not erase who you are. And they can't take that away from you. You will be able to hold on to everything you have now. Mm-hmm. There is a knock at your back door. That's not one of ours. We are out. We are literally out of people that might show up, except for the Giovanni. Um, would the would, if you don't mind, um, uh, kindred from the clan of trained combatants? Would you mind coming with me to the door? In case it is the Sabbat. Fire looks at Azra. Who is already standing. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm assuming both of them, like, at the same time, um, slip into um, unseen presence as they walk towards the door. That's both creepy and comforting, and I'm here for it. (laughs) Yeah, they just both blink out of existence almost simultaneously. Perfect. I am going to the door and I am looking <laughs> looking out the side window. While this is happening. Because you said it was the back door, right? Yes. Yeah. Look out the side window, see who's there. There are three individuals, two males and one female. Okay. Uh the one of the males is in a pair of black slacks, white button down shirt. Um, top three buttons undone. Uh, short black hair, not slicked back, but it definitely has that oily look. Okay. Uh, the other one is in a just a plain band T-shirt, um, the Ramones, and black jeans. Uh, similar complexion. Um. His hair is slicked back, but it also goes back into a rat tail. Okay. The woman is very nicely dressed. Uh, business suit and skirt. Hair tied up back in a bun. Streaks of silver through her black hair. Um... 
an ant you immediately recognize. All right. All right. There is a visible relaxation. Open the door. Welcome. Please come in. They enter and your aunt speaks up. So, you have a portal to hell. I have a portal to hell, yes. Also, that is obviously the priority. We have somebody, I have a member, a coterie member that I'm working with who has what we believe is a bit of memory manipulation at the hands of the vampire. And I think it might be very useful to undo that. The mirror is the priority, of course. She will look at the two men and put two fingers, point them to these upstairs. Yep. Guire, can you... Don't worry. I'm aware when the I'm aware when the ward triggers. I'll just not hit him with it. Basically. Delightful. Says the voice from nowhere that then reveals itself to be an awesomeite next to next to the Giovanni. Yes. Sorry, and I switched to Italian. Sorry. We've been I'm working with some interesting people. In Italian back. I can see that. And you notice that she has her hand on a holstered weapon that you did not notice at first. Yep, yep that's legit. Um, just so you know, there is a Tremere in the house currently. <laughs> yep. He is downstairs. He is not a concern at the moment, but just so you're aware. Uncocks the gun. Puts it back in the holster. <laughs> I love the Giovanni so much. Uh, um, of note, Simon starts to follow the the other two Giovanni upstairs without going into the attic. I mean, fair. Like, just kind of starts to follow him up the stairs. Simon wants to see what the surprise is. <laughs> uh, as far as you can tell, nothing. Because nothing happens, because she doesn't use it. Yeah, like, Simon's, like, up there, watches them go in, and it's like, Nothing happened. Oh. <laughs> so on. she please. Yes, please come in. Um I I will take her into to uh main room. Uh Mercy, this is Lara. Ah this Names. is this Mercy this, of, of Clan Toreador. This is your aunt Nina. Okay. Uh, and I might be able to help you with your memory problem. I would be most grateful. She will sit on the couch opposite you and lean forward. Mm. Interesting. She'll sort of look you up and down. Okay. I want you to relax as much as you can. 
I want you to look deep into my eyes. Mercy. And as she says your name, it just sort of reverberates in your head. Yes. Good, you're listening. Yes. I want you to close your eyes now. Imagine you are walking down a hallway. At the very end of this hallway is a door. I I see a door. Now, the door is locked. You know it is locked. But I want you to try the handle. I I reach out and, and try the handle. And as whatever space you're in, as your hand turns that knob, there is a click as the door opens. And as you push the door open, there is a searing light that fills your vision. As you remember everything. And that is where we're going to end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye.